Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. Oh, hello. Yeah, we join you in uh, different circumstances this Monday. An impromptu uh, bank holiday. Yeah, the, today is the, marks the day of the Queen's funeral. I've been on and airing a little bit about bringing this episode out today or bring it out tomorrow or later this week, whatever. I've, I've kind of just came to a decision just to just crack on with life. You know, today is going to be an emotional day for emotional day for a lot of people around the country. Not for everybody, um, but we go on, don't we? We had a little tribute to the Queen last week with the tune and everything. Got, um, paid homage to Mom. Yeah, it was a strange week. Just looking at at all the coverage and you know the. It, isn't it just amazing how you know how, how Britain can just turn on this pomp just like that? Um, you know all the uniforms, the displays, all the people that they have to manage, the performances. It was it, it, it's like a performance, isn't it? It's like it's like watching some kind of play. It's just amazing. It's what we do the best, and we are going to continue with the podcast on the Monday. Um, just because I think, you know, it's, it's okay to do so. Uh, obviously, I play respects to, you know, everybody watching the funeral today. Uh, on your bank holiday, you might have a bit more time on your hands. I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm currently in hospital. Uh, I'm in uh, surgery at the minute as we speak, and this is the Monday. Uh, well, not as I'm speaking right now. I'm recording this yesterday, the Sunday before Monday. Well, on Monday, I'm going in for a little operation, so I'm going to be a little bit out of the loop this week. Uh, nothing bad. I'll, I'll be back next week. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just been a, an amazing week. Just, you know, just seeing that aeroplane fly from Edinburgh and then flow down to London uh, and everybody queuing. It's been... An, it's, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've enjoyed the coverage this week in a strange way. I didn't think I would, but I did. Um, we all take stock of these things in his own little way, don't we? Um, yeah, it's it's been one of them weeks. I, I can't really put it into words. But, uh, but a new week of music always starts here on Monday at the RGM Experience Podcast. Welcome to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we had loads of people listening last week to Slow Readers Club, Aaron's uh, chat that we had. So if you're a returning reader and you enjoy the podcast and you're here for another week, welcome. If you've been around for a, a while... God bless you. Thanks, guys, for tuning in each week. It's very much appreciated. We are growing slowly but surely. That's what it's all about. 
Uh, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of the podcast. And today's guests are Joe and Elliot from the Scratch... Uh, I can't speak today. The Scratch Record podcast. Had a great good chat with these guys. You know, but the, I've, I've been banging on about... You know, as podcasters, we need to communicate with each other more and share stories of what we do really and you know build up build up stories of this music industry that we like to enjoy and play around in so yeah got got on really well with joe and elliot really appreciated it at the time and they've got a massive festival coming up this next weekend in northampton called town takeover which we talk all about so that's coming up ladies and gentlemen so that's nice isn't it it's nice to have things to look forward to so, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on in RGM this week? Uh, loads, a lot of stuff going on in Manchester at the minute. A lot of singles out from there. Uh, some well-established bands here uh, within the grassroots level of Manchester music. Uh, we've got the new single from Pincher, Loose Articles. We've got a new EP out. That'll be out very soon if it's not already on the magazine. Plus loads of more entertainment, interviews, reviews, interviews, reviews, <laughs> podcasts. Uh, content, entertainment from all over the world. A lot of, uh, you know, new American artists being interviewed and they always have a nice take on things. Yeah, interesting times. Solemn times. Happy times. It's time to reflect. You know, celebrate the Queen's life. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen... Without further ado, I'm going to crack on and introduce you to a couple of boys called Joe and Elliot from Northampton. Check out the podcast, of course. In the description of the link to this podcast, you can buy tickets for t- Town Takeover, their, first, uh, their, you know, their you know, brand new festival that they've got going on. And of course, you can check out their podcast, the Scratch Record Podcast. I urge you to share the love, listeners to RGM. Thank you. Right then. I'm going to crack on it. Feel a bit weird today. So, ladies and gentlemen, Joe and Elliot on the Scratch Record podcast. Let's do this. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another RGM Experience podcast with me, Carl How are you doing, guys? Are you all right? I'm listening in. Yeah, but it sounds like you're doing all right out there. We've got a, w- a bit of a different episode for you this week, guys. Uh, uh, over on the podcast each week, I've been talking about the the community, the music community around us. And I want to start um, speaking to more podcasters out there because there's not that many of us here in the UK doing it. And I do see a lot of com- like comedians in America out there that are um, sharing each other's platforms and just having a good time doing it so i wanted to speak to you guys the scratch record podcast people joe and elliot hey up guys you're all eight yeah hello yeah thanks mate i that mean introduction went on a little bit so i thought fuck that let's just let's get the boys in first before <laughs> i carry on waffling because that no, can happen we can't have it? a long introduction well yeah thanks guys i, I I, I do think there's a lot of room because there's not that many people that do podcasts in the UK, particularly uh, around grassroots music and uh, 
um, I know you guys have got your big festival coming up and that kind of stuff and you're interviewing bands and that kind of stuff. So it's a similar kind of thing to what we do. But I want to celebrate your podcast today, guys. Get to know you a little bit. Share your podcast with my audience and just have a good fucking time, mate. How about that for today? Hey, sounds absolutely perfect. Yeah, right? sounds absolutely perfect. Great then. So, Joe, let's start with you, mate. Tell us all about Yo. you. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> you go. I, got, I don't want this question for me. Actually, <laughs> we can swear, can't we? Can you we say what that? you want, mate. Of course, you can. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Okay, sounds yeah. Otherwise, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about me, shit. I mean, nothing overly interesting to be honest. Uh, yeah. We both grew up in Wellingborough around here. I. Uh, pretty standard sort of school times and all that. Nothing overly interesting. Um, I went to uni then in Manchester after school. Oh, right, okay. Um, and did psychology. Um, nice. which I think it's probably where quite a lot of the uh, where the music scene come, came into it quite a lot. Mm. Um, sort of been cutting around Manchester for a few years, which was sick. And then graduated into the pandemic, which was shite. So I graduated twenty twenty. Uh, and then, yeah, we started this up then and been kind of trying to cut about, trying to get through life since then, basically. Yeah, fair enough. And you, Alec, mate? Uh, I guess I'm more like the creative side of things on like this end, really. So I've always done, I've always kind of wanted to be involved in like the online space, always kind of mm. watch content, made the odd little bits and bobs here and there, but never really had the bollocks to do anything proper. Yeah. So I went, I've, always growing up around here i moved to leeds um so both northern cities so we had that the music scene up there is just a different kettle of fish to what it's like around by us um and then from in that i started doing radio and podcasts and kind of writing shows and doing all things like that becoming finding myself as a bit of a content creator sort of thing and then we had both been well into finding new bands and finding up and coming talent from all walks of music, not just indie music, but realise that that's our best common ground. Mm-hmm. And we just started pitching show ideas, really, didn't we? One night on call, we were like, we've always spoke about doing something in the scene. And we kind of, I'd got all the gear because I'd recorded podcasts in the in the past yeah. and knew how to edit them. And kind of, because I'm in touch with the social space quite a bit, we kind of learned how to try and play the algorithm a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, really kind of, we, we came to doing this and, started doing clothing and and just anything that creatively mm. joe lets me do to be honest it's kind of that right, okay. our relationship works very much in that way that i kind of go joe is is an idea so uh, is joe is joe the boss then is that what do. we're saying is, is he <laughs> joe, is it some like kind the of logistical tough, tough advisor oh, okay he's the logistical advisor yeah it's not really what What's i let him do it's what i say is is remotely possible to, <laughs> okay, to actually achieve in the real world Whereas, <laughs> even this festival nearly became oh we could have one stage in paris one in milan and one in london <laughs> yeah and then we'll okay. just fly people between and i go yeah. elliot why don't we do like four stages in northampton <laughs> and that's yeah, where it ends up so there's a <laughs> It's a it's a compromise rather than a than it a is. let do really. So have you known each other from school? Uh, yes. You like so you so you're like, you're like yes. you know like oh just like two boys that knock about with each other. Families know each other and all that kind yes. of yes. Yeah, so we've been like best mates from like for like year seven eight oh, probably. Best mates. So best yeah. part of probably 11 12 years now yeah something like that how many arguments have you had where the podcast has never has sometimes been very close to ending because you've uh, had a little row does that kind of stuff happen 
Not really. No, we're pretty Not, good. We're actually we? really good on the argument front. We do. We don't. Mm. Uh, we're very good at as. Uh, we're like a we're like a married couple that's found it found the perfect balance of being able to say that you're right and wrong. Yeah, do you okay. know what I mean? Like admitting that admitting that you know I might have been a twat, which is more <laughs> times than Joe. And we kind of go, yeah, that, yeah, my bad actually. But yeah. then we can have the really like hard, the harder conversations and be quite not offended by criticism as well. So it's yeah. never really we've never really got to a point where where it's ever been a like we've come to blows. We've always been like that. Like I think we both like all through school and everything, some topic would come up and like <laughs> we will come to like proper like we will debate about stuff debates, and always have yes. heated yes. debates about stuff, but okay. has always, always been the sense of at some point we'll call it and go, neither of us fucking know what we're talking about. And yeah. then we'll go, you know, go get a drink and not, not school, but <laughs> go and fill our more balls up and crack on the day. And we've always been like that. I think that's carried through the podcast where like, mm. I think no matter what we'll, you will always sort of challenge, even if we agree, sometimes it's like, I'm just going to say the opposite anyway, just to yeah, see just what to happens. Run, and then yeah. The other person will back it up and you'll be like, yeah, you, you were right. That was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> I just got to check in like, we push each other, but yeah, you say to a perfect balance, and at some point we'll just go right. Okay, yeah, that's the that's the best we've got. We'll stick with that. Yeah, yeah we're, we're philosophers at heart, really. I studied oh, philosophy as a degree. Yeah. Joe did it through A level, yeah. so like debating and arguing, as in, I literally did three years of it, and a lot of it was over more stupid conversational topics than me and Joe have <laughs> at the moment. So I'm pretty pretty good at hearing. We're pretty good at just being able to bounce some ideas off yeah. each other and come into a mutual agreement mm. and, and the, the music side of it though specifically have you have you played music yourselves boys before in the past or just fans of gigs <laughs> gonna gigs and that stuff go on you can tell him i i haven't i don't have a musical bone in my body like not not anything it, but it Eric felt, it felt like i'd stumbled across something like quite controversial here just by the looks on your face <laughs> go on <laughs> no not really. joe always rips right. the piss because whenever i bring it up it, i used to play in a steel pan band nice. i used to also play the cello nice okay. like these this is years and years ago but he it's become it become a running joke on the podcast that whenever we'd bring up musical ability i'd always i'd always go scan back to it yeah, okay. <laughs> i was in a steel pan band and play, used to play under the sea on like the bass bass guitar when, version when you're talking pan. to like the kooks and he's talking about playing shows and he's like well i did actually play in a steel pan band <laughs> i'm like it does it's not the same <laughs> it's not the same well i i used to play in a brass band in sheffield called woodhouse prize band i used to play a tenor horn and that weren't very cool for a bit and then i decided to you know drop that and propagate into a cool instrument guitar and started a band so you know it, it's they, these things and when you do talk to musicians about it though they, they do lo- they, they do enjoy that even no matter what like level you're mm. at musicians just connect with musicians in a weird way too and no matter what yeah background it is yeah i mean i'd never claim to be a musician yeah. i I, okay. I used to i like when i was at, like i was probably maybe like 12 13 when i stopped doing all that stuff and then used to think i was way too cool to play any musical instrument until i went to uni and i regretted not playing a musical (laughs) instrument so then we started this so we could just talk about music like we know anything about it well the first time i saw your podcast was when the cover sets shared their episode when you interviewed them and i've known those boys for a long time I've had, I've had him on yeah, the podcast as well. I've had I've interviewed him over the years many times. I've had him on at RGM live gigs in Sheffield and Manchester, and um, I, I really enjoyed how you 
how you got to know him in your own little unique way. So what kind of thought do you put into band interviews? Because it's not easy. Literally none. Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, we always do ourselves dirty with that a little bit of thing. I think we have, we found quite a good rhythm of the, the kind of the USP of when we started this was we loved bands like the Cobra sets and we were yeah. struggling to find a lot of, a lot of the interviews you get with smaller bands yeah, so that's cool. that are more mainstream. People don't know anything about them. So you get the same kind of like, hi, these, this is a band. You've got music out lads. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, good. And then they get yeah. pushed back out the door again. And, a lot of radios like that and all this sort of stuff. So we kind of wanted to put that trend. Yeah. And we decided the best way to do that was just to basically be ourselves and how we think if we just met them in a pub and got chatting, yeah. that's how the podcast would be. And mm. like you've said, we found that's the best way. So we've always tended to have kind of like, right, five bullet points of things we'd like to kind of touch on. Yeah. And then if we get to the first one and the conversation goes and we don't hit the others and that's fine. And if we cut through them, we do. But yeah, I think we've always just thought that just chatting as naturally as possible, being a bit light-hearted and, you know, mm, a couple yeah. of games, quick-fire questions and scenarios and stuff to just kind of, like, loosen people up into it and get to know yeah. us as well and just try and make it as relaxed as possible. Really. Yeah. yeah, I've always found that the best interviews I've ever had have never been about the person. Like, any interviews that I listen yeah. to that I really enjoy when you listen to podcasts and, like, you know, some mm. of the, like you were saying earlier, like some of the bigger American ones, the best ones that I've found are because I already know this shit because I'm interested mm. in the person. I know when the next single's out. I know where they grew up. I know, I know, you know, their main influences because I've li- I listen to music and I'm fans of them as people. Mm. So what we always kind of thought was like, let's actually, you know, let's let's see if they're funny. Let's see if they're down. What type of humor they enjoy. Let's mm. see. Let's see. Actually, you know, would they kill baby Hitler? Like it, no one's going to ask them that if they go get interviewed by the enemy. No one's going to because people are scared to ask it. But like you know, we it's we have no we have no reason to put boundaries yeah. to the interviews that we do. As long as we don't offend anyone, and as long as we don't do anything out of character and out of our own natural selves, because naturally we are that. We just have these conversations with our mates, with mates with for twenty. 20 years you know what I mean it's interesting because I've, I've interviewed bands for many years and I, I don't do a lot of prep I, d- I do just bullet points like similar to what you guys yeah. mentioned but I don't like asking musicians about music because they, t- they tend to they c- tend to like just skip tip over into into like just uh, music speak and just say the same yeah, things what they've already told it? other people so I always, you've got to respect that they've got a record coming out or they've got gigs. So we always, I always do it right at the end and, you know, make yeah, sure yeah. it's all covered and stuff. But generally when I'm having conversations and and when I'm trying to develop new interviewers within RGM, within the magazine, the first tip that I say to them is just don't talk to them about music till the end. Just get mm-hmm. to know them, like, you know, like find out how the, what makes them tick somehow. Because that's, people, in, interviewing bands has changed so much over the last well, like how long I've been doing it, 10, 15 years or whatever. I'm just fascinated with how it's all changed. And it's kind of a reason why I went more long form with conversations and chats on the podcasts. Because mm. I just see that, that people want to people wanna hear conversations. People don't want to hear that, yeah, oh, my band's on Facebook, whatever. They don't give a shit. They really, really don't yeah. give a shit. And, and it, even if you say it, they're not going to go onto Facebook and probably click on it. 
So it, it, well, that's it. Like, <laughs> I think anyway. It, you tell me your thoughts. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, that's that's it. No one, you know, the people that normally are going to find the interview with them yeah. are either from our pages that yeah. we're going to be sharing mm. and tagging them as their pages, and also from their own pages yeah. because they're sharing they and tagging know. us. And it's yeah. more of a. And you find that if you have a regular conversation with someone, people talk about what they're doing and what they're excited about yeah. anyway. So when people have a new single come out, like we've always found that we don't have to be very specific about like, oh, so you've got an EP coming out. Like we start talking about something that's yeah. going on in their life. And mm. next thing you know, they're like, yeah. And when I was writing the EP and then you naturally flow into mm. that line of that line of conversation. It's like if you, you know, talk to you, like, like refer to the pub again, but like, when you chat to your mates in a pub, yeah, you normally ask them what they've been up to that week or the last couple of weeks. You're having a bit of a catch up, and that's how we kind of feel at most it's, at ease the most. You it's know what a mean? bit yeah. like kind of talking about work and stuff, isn't it? Like when you see your mates and you say you got how's work been, you kind of go, yeah, good, and then yeah. you talk about other things. And I find musicians feel a little bit like that sometimes, yeah. where you, if you just go, oh, how's the music and how's the new song? Are you put there a bit like? oh well mm. you know how can i even describe it and talk about it and when i work on it whereas actually you want to go like like you know talk about it's good it's good. And talk about some nights yeah, out yeah. you've had and some yeah. things you've done and where you've traveled yeah. and like all that sort of stuff so it's more interesting and we've always thought that and I've what's getting that, on like, your nerves like, at the minute is a great question that i always enjoy yeah <laughs> we found we had a great we've had a great some of the truck fest ones with tom lumley yeah. who just said what were your pet peeves and yeah. then it was like 20 minutes of them being like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he does this and he does that. And yeah. he's not rowing between themselves. Arguing with each other. But I'm like, that's great. Com-. You know, to yeah. me, I'd love to see my favorite bands kind of having those conversations with each other yeah. and how they would talk in the pub. We kind of try and ca- facilitate that and capture it because it's safe. They'll have already spoken about their music somewhere if you want to hear mm. about it. Realistically, you're going to, as you say, you're going to know when it's coming out and when it comes out, you're going to listen to it. That's kind of, if if you're not at that level yet, you're kind of, Mm. like our podcast doesn't really serve the purpose of like as much of it being your first place you're going to hear about the band it's a bit more like as you say yeah. you kind of already kind of know that and this is about getting to know that person at like a deeper we're, level we ain't no jimmy kibble do you know what i mean mm. we ain't no jimmy kimmel we ain't you know we're we're not here being blasted yeah. out to tvs and stuff yeah. worldwide to nans and to kids alike mm. do you know what i mean it's like you know we've got our We've got our demographics and to be honest, like they're going to be interested in music as much as they are going to be interested in like pub culture, pub chat and enjoying yourselves really. Because your, your podcast is a I completely agree with you. Your podcast is a weekly podcast, isn't it? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, yeah, man. So I, 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 I think this episode is going to be number 50 summit uh, whenever mm. it comes out. So th- this is like 50 odd weeks in a row I'm into here. And that oh, wow. that is that's a, that's a shift. <laughs> I tell you, and I don't that, think I don't, I, don't, I don't think people know how, how much you have to record in advance. And sometimes it can be very like you've just recorded a podcast and just put it straight out, <laughs> you know, just to get yeah. something out each week. Some people don't realize how how hard work it is. They just think it's talking on a microphone, which is fine. It is, um, yeah. but they, but to 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 find a new guest and to. And and the different ways that you find guests as well. It could be through a PR people. Somebody's flogging an album over there. Think, oh, so you've just you've just sent a cheeky email out, and it's come back, and they said yes. And it's just like there's so many different ways of getting guests onto your podcast yeah. that that you just have to go with the flow. And they might not be like I don't know. It, it, I we specialize in speaking to people at a grassroots music level. So we get we get some mm-hmm. big the big names. We get some people, some bands that people hadn't heard of before. 
And I, I treat every everybody the same. The only thing I don't like is when PR people want to sit in on the interview because I just think that's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so I refuse yeah. that. I'm not. I'm not getting involved with any of that. I don't see the point why a PR person needs to sit with a with a what tap in the washing corner in an interview. I just think that oh. that's just not that's not the kind of environment I want to speak to somebody in. Um, I agree. But, but how, how do you find like? Because uh, what is it like your fourth season that you guys are on now? I know you, you've just rebranded yeah. and you've come out again, aren't you? Yeah. So what we tend to do is we're we're kind of now sticking to the routine. Well, what we found easiest is doing like a twenty-five episode yeah. season, and then we'll take a few weeks off, yeah. rejig, reevaluate, and I then come back once we're five episodes. I had, six, I had six, a break, and, and every and every fucking left me. I, th- I think I think, <laughs> I think with podcast you've just got to keep going forever because I'm yeah. too scared of not not being out for a couple of weeks and people just move on to another podcast because that's what it's like, isn't it? Well, I think that's I think that's it. Like, but we like to also like be continuously bringing kind of things out in these gaps. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, so with nice. with this main gap that we've had this time, we've brought out the festival announcement. Yep. We've you know been designing clothing. We've also had TikToks and stuff, kind of regularly, kind of going out in between and little bits and bobs, just kind of a as yeah. a reminder to the followers, like yep. we're still here and these are also projects we're doing under our like brand of TSRP. It's not only just the podcast we actually have like three kind of realms that we mm-hmm. work in and we are trying to make it under like one big umbrella that we're like you you follow us because you kind of either like one stream or you like all of them that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing yeah yeah i think for us as well like a lot of time when we get to the end of like a season we both feel that almost like creative drain a little bit and when we get behind and we're not as ahead and we're starting to mm. record on a Stress. Thursday and edit it and get it out for the Tuesday after yeah. we're chasing our own tails a bit and every now and again we then have to kind of like not sacrifice quality at all but just like a little bit of kind of like there's that slight rushness to it and I yeah. think we kind of always feel around the same point every time yeah it always comes at a good time to go right let's just kind of draw a line under what we've achieved in that season Mm. and then have a few weeks off and reevaluate and come back stronger. And I think over, if we felt like we had it kind of perfect and had it right, it yeah. might be slightly different. But I think every time we kind of go, there's so much we want to do. Mm. And it's, we've, we've rebranded a lot this time. We've changed all of everything. And like, mm. you've done loads of artwork for it. And we've got loads of like professional pictures taken. Yeah, it looks great. Like we've rejigged and we've, we've got someone now helping us um, clipping up TikTok. So we've got like a TikTok for every day mm. in between episodes, which is, like massive and something we don't really have time to do, but yeah. taking that breaks allowed us to kind of get ahead with stuff like that and come back a bit stronger. I think you are right. So I think we I always see like a trend like that and then we'll have a break and it does mm. take time to kind of get back into people's routines. And like, we know what it's like, we listen to podcasts as well. Like I'll have a podcast that you, I know comes out on a yeah. Monday. So I will listen to it every Monday because that's when it comes out and if it stopped for a few weeks you'd, you'd go mm. on a Monday you go oh, fuck, I'll have to listen to someone else then yeah, and then yeah. you get into the rhythm of that being on a Monday and it kind of does I get it's an hour a week it's quite a lot of people's time so yeah. the more consistency the more people you keep but I guess for us as well it's almost like if if a different if different people listened every week we wouldn't really mind yeah, like yeah, yeah. if people aren't core but every time I put something out it kind of goes out as a piece mm. of work that a certain amount of people just listen to that and even if that's what they take in that's kind of fine and growing our social media followings and all that sort of stuff alongside it is kind of just as important for us rather than just plowing on with a podcast. But I think, I don't know, it, ideally we would just keep going. I think, I think it's one of those ones where, cause we're, 
we're still in such early infancy of like our well our company now like we're only we're still in like early infancy of it like as we slowly start to find the, the get the funding and get the the pain the, like being able to like make it substantially worthwhile to do mm. as a full-time job yeah. as we slowly start bringing more people involved then it'll make it'll take pressure off of our back so then the content is the key focus for us on that yeah. side of the business so like it's that for us it's uh it's because of that creative strain of like you know i slap out you know i do an artwork a week we both edit the videos weekly yeah. i edit the audio i we do and then it all gets uploaded and then we have to then break it down into smaller jobs then get make sure tiktoks are out content yeah. consistent and it's like the work i need somebody else so I've, got, look, I've just sat here on my own boys and I, I, I need somebody <laughs> I don't else know to how you do it i really don't know how you do it we have we have what now we have there's me joe cameraman chris and yeah. tiktok trippy but we have four people that we now work with really regularly mm. on majority of our content now and it's like they're taking off that so much strain of ours that oh, now so, it does so become much a, a young much a young a young lass from Sheffield called Aaliyah started doing the videos for as a, the reels and stuff recently. It's such a mm. it's such a nice feeling to not have to do everything. Because as soon as the video's done, I'm editing the video, uh, doing the uh, branding for it. I've got RGM to run, a full time job. Um, I'm good at time managing, and I, I, I kind of like. Um, block spaces out when I'm going to get shit done and proper get it done. Uh, as well as looking after yourself as well, going to gym and all that kind of stuff that I like to do. It's just like, so sometimes when you sit down to do a podcast, you really can't be bothered, but you've just got to, <laughs> you know, you sometimes the best in, podcasts yeah. come from when you're not in the best space of mind and you, 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 your thoughts are flowing in a different way that day. So I kind of like, I'd never put pressure on myself to like perform or whatever that means. Mm. I've just, mm. I just, uh, I don't know. I just see where it goes. Cause what's the worst that can happen really? A hundred percent. I agree with that. And I think there is sometimes where you just think like, never like don't want to do it, but you just think, yeah. like, you know, like you could just, you've got to kind of get yourself in the moment, but it takes 30 seconds when you start chancing when you just like, yeah. oh, it's, the, it's the easiest thing yeah. in the world, isn't it? Just have, and especially when the people that come on are people who want, to be there yeah and want to have the chat you're not kind of like really having to I say perform to drag stuff out of people it's that relaxed feel and if they didn't get on with that then it just I'd just be like we'd just be like we'll just scrap it and we won't yeah. use it and that's fine and you know every now and again it can happen but it does happen like it? most of the time people just bang up for it and it makes your job easy because you just get them going and have, get you, had, have you had some nightmare and... guests then um not nightmare guests not nightmare guests with me and joe are very um perfectionists we are proper yeah we but like don't matter how you plan somebody somebody can always be a dick at some point yeah you know i mean so like we're very um we like to make sure the content's as the the best quality content that we could yeah. put out for that situation so we've had to scrap a few because the content isn't up to our sometimes what the audio quality or the conversation both okay yeah both sometimes you know sometimes the sometimes the conversation for us i'll you know i kind of take the first edit of audio Mm. and i'm like right i'm working through this and like majority of it's shite joe come have a listen what do you think (laughs) and then we'll sit there and then we'll make a bit of a decision on being like you know and it's it's very very rare very very rare we haven't lost many we've probably lost maybe five 
or six over the last over the last couple of years. I've not had like, that. I've not had that luxury. I've put everything out, and it, and okay. and it, and if a situation's particularly happened. I'll mention it in my intro because I, I think you guys record the same way as me. I, I'll record the interview, so I've got the interview. And then maybe the week before, I'll record the intro and the outro. Stick it all together, all nice, for one podcast to go out. It, 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 is that how you guys do it? Just don't. We have done for the truck festivals that we've right. done, the truck okay. festival one that we did recently and mm. when we've been recording there because it was very much a... Uh, the environment isn't very good for recording an intro mm. and an outro and making it proper. But when we do a... To be honest, we normally everything else we just we just go straight in. Don't we go straight, straight in. yeah, okay. yeah, straight in, straight out. Clip at the start, clip at the end, and then check through it for audio deficiencies mm. and stuff, and make sure everything sounds as good as it can, and go through the actual audio production side of things, and then and then at that point is where I'll sit and listen to the whole thing front to back, and maybe take out some horrible noises in backgrounds or yeah. like, do you know what I mean? I'll have a little go with the actual um, proper audio editing side of things. And then mm. if it is points where, you know, there's somewhere we've had someone sat there and they've got a microphone or they've got their microphone on their headphones, but won't stop mucking about with the bloody zip. Yeah. And you've, you know, you've mentioned it to them a couple of times and then there's only so many times you can mention it. And it's for me really quite jarring. So I'm like, well, we cut the whole bit. We cut that whole section. Do you, do you, do you think it's weird that singers don't know how to use a microphone for fuck's sake sometimes? It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually genuinely fucking mem- We have bands It's a real there, thing, isn't like, it? It's a real around thing. around like this and kind of tap, like literally, without playing yeah. with that, like pulling the spring and all this yeah. sort of stuff. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. you, you must like, know not to play with them all they like, like use it. You know, like, tap, come on. tap in the desk or, yeah. and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I know you're a drummer and you can't like just swing your leg yeah, or something. Do you know what I mean? Tap that. your foot, like yeah, yeah that is. Med- I think what what I will say is that all of the ones that we've probably, I think probably all of the ones that's ever scrapped has always been like on Zoom. I don't think we've ever done yeah, in yeah, person sure. that hasn't. That's been. a lie. Is it? <laughs> that's a lie. There's one and it was our fault. Uh there was one that was our. There is one. That was our. <laughs> that was our we were really really hungover okay. and couldn't couldn't perform. Speak. Two. Technically, it's happened to what we we recorded an episode. <laughs> Here we go. That's three. Far, we got far too <laughs> yeah. drunk. We now, we, yeah, we got too drunk. Yeah, that was so we had one. to scrap it, scrap and then that. we were too hungover. We uh, that that was it was actually not that bad, but the band, God Carried. bless them, basically yeah. interviewed us, and they were like <laughs> they like told a story, and we both kind of like spaced out and almost fell asleep you felt so dreadful yeah. and they were like do you want us to just tell another story we were like yes please <laughs> and just went so it's been our fault if if it was in yeah. person but normally in person people are like a like really get into it and kind yeah. of get on with us and be like it's a bit easier to manage the conditions as well yeah. as of like getting it set up whereas when someone's sat in their room that's when they get a bit more like relaxed in it in that sense but a bit kind of yeah, stop playing. I, I, I do like i do like the luxury of having the introduction and the outro because you can yeah. you can kind of like let people see through the window a little bit by explaining that yeah this thing happened at the beginning or it didn't or it didn't quite go your way and i interviewed a young lad who is about 15 and i don't have kids myself recently and he was, and he was a new talented alex spencer coming from manchester i love the guy mm. um, but my but i'm 44 and he's 15 so there's a dis- disconnect there straight away Mm. Um, I, I think I pulled it off and I think Alex enjoyed it but I did mention on the podcast like it was a new skill for me to learn to speak to somebody so young and keep them engaged uh, over a, like a, a long form like interview conversation type thing so I yeah. do I do like sharing what I've learned or 
when I've dropped a bollock on my podcast, because I've done that a few times as well, where I've had disagreements <laughs> with people in the industry and invited them on the podcast and, you know, and then things have gone tits up further on down the line and that kind of stuff. So that um, kind of I'll, stuff, that is, then to, it's, it's, it, that's podcasting though, isn't it for me? That, that, that it's, it's real life. I have to admit, I really didn't know what you meant by dropped a bollock. I thought you meant like you cut, your bollock had fell out. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, 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 I was like, you uploaded that got through any form of screen. Like, you, you, you just were sat there in your shorts and your bollocks popping out. It's That's a, what I was imagining. It's a, ter- it's a, it's a Yorkshire term for, uh, yeah, just dropping a bollock. Is there anything else with it? What else do you describe it? Making a mistake. Just making a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but if they're I'd doing an, an error of judgment or whatever. <laughs> I, was like, I was like that, that poor fifteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would have been. Yeah, I've, uh, I've not been uh, me tooed or cancelled or like that. <laughs> 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 oh, that's that's funny. Oh, yeah. uh, I thought you were. I thought you were going to say you knew about the situation that we're on about, but no, no it, it went no. miles weirder than that. Inside. You could crack on and tell us. <laughs> well, no, it, 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 so, so we, I had a disagreement with somebody on Twitter and kind of like a, it, it all started off where they were, they were, they were annoyed that RGM charged artists for some content that we put out and we still do because we've got costs to cover and that kind of stuff. Mm. So this big debate has always been out there, you know, free content against paid content. And then a big argument on Twitter happened. Um, Got her on the podcast. Got them on the podcast. Had a chat with them. Lovely, nice, you know, nice chat. And then we argued again further down the line, and then the relationship just broke down. But it kind of, you know, it, 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 you can listen back on the podcast. It's all, it's all in the in the archives and listen to the conversations we've had and that kind of stuff. It's all on there. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't think I was perfect throughout that whole process. And looking back on it, you know, I could have been nicer in ways but it, it was genuine conversations that adults were having together yeah. that, that were shared through a podcast and i kind of think it's kind of what podcasting's about isn't it you know sharing experiences and you know I, i'm not always right ever you know I, but I, I do drop bollocks all the time but part of our ethos at our gem is to be passionate about what we do work hard drop bollocks and when you do own it and move on that's kind of like my ethos on on stuff so well well yeah. we've also had a lot I, I think i know i think i know who you might i think i can gauge who you're on about and yeah. we've I, I, we've had a couple of things with that situation that meant that we've had to push episodes because of certain things mm. about other bands from a very similar source i think from what i can gather okay um which to be fair like that's part of the game is part of what it is but i think potentially the biggest beef that we've had ever had was within our first season and um, we can, I think we can be pretty confident that we were officially the reason the Snuts made a fuck your favourite podcast podcast. Oh, okay, right. Go officially, on. I can be very, very <laughs> confident that the Snuts made one episode of their podcast just to berate us for half an hour because we didn't. Know, forgot that half Just because we because we didn't agree that they were charging so much money for yeah. doing yeah. a virtual gig. Oh, okay. That's so we had like. To a... be fair, we we actually. Uh, I will still back us on this. We I had do. we had a conversation about it on the podcast, but mm. we kind of again had that thing where Elliot kind of said it's 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 wrong, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's a bit too much. It was yeah. like it was like seven eight pounds for. I think it was more. I think it was like twelve. Literally, just kind of yeah. a, a pre-recorded forty-five minute 
upset. Yeah. It was locked down. I was kind of like, you know, it's locked down. And I was like, you don't have to buy it. If it's too much, don't fucking watch it. Like yeah. that was kind of my standpoint on it. And we we had that discussion on the yeah. podcast and it, it kind of did quite well. And then, yeah, literally they started a, a podcast called A Middle Finger to Your Favourite Podcast. And then... Did they just bring uh, one episode out or something? Or did they, they did do it all one time? episode and they literally <laughs> okay. went through our podcast. He said, oh, I just searched the snuts into like uh, like podcast one day to see if it, see if it was on there. Yeah. Because uh, we clickbaited the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was like, oh, I thought I'd listen. And he was like, they were saying this, they were saying that. Like, we have to cover this. But that's when I was... The reason why I was... Because I agree with you. They are absolutely allowed to have their opinion. But I think what you've yeah. done there is correct. Because instead of just having this kind of argument, you've gone, well, let's talk about it then. Yeah. What I would have loved if they'd have just said, can we come on yeah. and explain to you why it's £7 and what the costs that are involved mm. in producing video like that that we yeah, have to yeah. cover. And it's lockdown. If they'd have said that, or even if they'd have just shouted out, if they'd have just mentioned, they didn't even mention our podcast. Yeah. So you're a bit like, you've not even given us the exposure in a sense. You've kind of just added us directly. For us to see. To talk to us, but not spoken to us. I'd have loved to have had that conversation because that's what podcasts are about. Not making podcasts about each other, but... I kind of like like that they've done that. It's kind of funny. It's brilliant. brilliant. We we loved it. I think it's fucking brilliant. And they they sit there, you know, the Scottish accent on Zoom because it was, uh, you know, properly like lockdown. And he was just like, what the fuck are they on about? And I loved that. But I just, I do just wish that we could have like pushed it a little bit further. It does. It it does. It just makes us laugh. We have never done another one. So it's a bit of a running (laughs) joke on our podcast. We just go like, episode two of that Snuts podcast is coming out. (laughs) (laughs) It was was funny because it just, it felt like they just kind of had listened to it, taken the bad things. And then, because I, I don't really slate something without giving a reason yeah. to either slate it or to like how to make it a better opportunity like the solution mm. for the problem yeah. um and then they just literally tore what i suggested without even listening to a word of it and i was like boys boys yeah could have just come back onto it <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean have the, um, ass, have the chat you know what i mean yeah it, it is funny it's, funny. it's hilarious it's, it's worth quality. watching if you go back it's still on youtube middle fingers oh it's okay i'm definitely it's watching really that later give it yeah, i'll put a link to it on this a description of this podcast so people can watch it if that's all right with you all uh, no f- no free press no free press <laughs> okay fair enough, enough, enough. No free press the, the, the snorts are a funny one and, and they put something out recent on the on the socials where they put in um we want to bring our tunes out now because we know the fans want it but polydor the record label won't so can you all at Paul? I'm sure I've read that today. This today, now, but I saw this yesterday, and right. I thought it was crazy. Now, in my head, and again, it's a publicity stunt, isn't it? It's a publicity stunt, isn't it? They are obvious. That is pure like marketing. marketing. Yeah, I, I love it. I think that's fucking brilliant. Oh, no, it, if they've gone to record label, the record label, and they've agreed with, we're going to put this out to just generate a bit of hype and get yeah. people to come like come out. I it think that I like it. It won't be their idea. It won't be their idea <laughs> at all. I think it. it, uh, it we've. I've, we've said this before on other there's other songs you know that um uh what's it what's a a b c d f you yeah. and your job and you just, yeah, that one <laughs> um she the whole that was a full marketing ploy set from her like record label yeah. to be able to do it and it's a structure that people have used so much and i think i, I I'd like to see a bit of originality. From I think it. that is originality. Yeah. No, I've seen I so many. Lou does it with most of his releases. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it works. I think it's I think so if it true. works, it works. I guess, but it's like you know, I think it's a it's one of them ones where I just I'm like, oh man, like 
you've just seen five other people do that, and you know, I know it works. And, it, and, it, and it's typed on a note. It's typed on a notes page from your phone as well. Just like, mm. yeah, <laughs> I think it's good. I don't. No, I don't, I, I I've, I've, I've got nothing against it. it. Don't get me wrong at all. I've got nothing against it. You know, it, it, it's hard enough out there for bands just to do things in, in a normal way. You've got to be creative. You've got to, you've got to do everything you can to fucking get your name out there because it's hard work, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, I work on I work with a lot of stuff on TikTok anyway. That's what a lot of my freelancing yeah. work is, and it is literally you've either got to call a call to action to cause virality, yeah. which is that's all it is. So it's a call to action to comment something, mm. but not only is it just marketing them, it's also a massive marketing ploy for their for the record label because they're adding Polydor and everything. Yeah. So people are going to see it coming up a lot. So it's like it's I I, I like it it fundamentally will work like it will yeah. literally work. And I think, you know, if you can find a way for it to work for you, especially as a smaller band, I think it's very, very important. It's like, it's just like the sort of thing we want to utilize in a sense. Like yeah. we literally just like started the TikToks and stuff and trying to like get them to do the best on the algorithm. We've just put one out where Tom Lumley called blossoms overrated and mm. we put it out and it's done. Okay. And blossoms commented tonight. Yeah. We're just laughing faces because yeah. it's quite funny, but like even that we've kind of like, I don't know, like taking advantage of that comment that they made and spun it in a way that kind of like works with the algorithm, makes it look like a deeper thing than it was, and that works with the algorithm and gets people commenting and discussing it and all that. And yeah, now blossoms you, have seen it, so yeah, that's good for us. You so mentioned like, the algorithm there. What what's a good tip to twist an algorithm to to work for you rather than you try and make it just work? The key things to take from TikTok and it's I should be charging. The key things to take from like TikTok and Instagram and like reels and YouTube shorts, especially like the really short form content is to have a huge tagline to start it, whether it be a question, whether it be a uh, not offensive, but controversial statement, something that's really in your face straight away. And then if it's not in the actual clip in, in Mm. the um, caption, have a call to action. Mm. So have a, have like a, follow us uh, have a follow us for more or comment if you disagree yeah. or do you know I mean something like that a proper call to action for it as well really does because a lot of the a lot of these things are based on obviously interactions but yeah. comments and follows are worth more than likes and shares are the same mm. so that's why you'll see a lot of people saying like uh share this to a mate who xyz like do you know I mean because yeah. it means that they have it is that is valued more in the algorithm like one share is the equivalent to something like four or five likes okay. so it keeps it in that in that for you page algorithm of being just shown to more and more people because yeah. they see more people are watching longer yeah. throughout the video to get to the end of it as well is a big one is keeping people yeah click i think through rates that's that's like the main thing that i've noticed and the, the best thing to do is well I, like not the best thing but one of the things to do is like when you're on tiktok like mm. i've started just consciously thinking about why do i stop on certain videos and not others because mm. like I, there is a bit of a thing to it but i'll like i'll decide so quickly if i want to watch it yeah and there's no real reason sometimes but one thing that i always think is like to put something in the caption that relates to the end of the video because like even with that blossoms one mm. if we'd have just put like tom lumley think blossoms are overrated and then the video starts like who do you think the most overrated band is and they go blossoms so to me i'm like well i'm disinterested Probably. like yeah, yeah they've yeah, said it yeah, now, whereas yeah. like they yeah, then go on to talk about whether Oasis, who is better Oasis or Blur and whatever. Mm. So I almost like mentioned that, not the Blossoms bit, because you're going to see that within a second because yeah. it's so quick. So mm. there's no need for that to be in the caption. Whereas like, if you see that and they call Blossoms overrated and then you're like, Oasis or Blur, why are they even put that? You kind of yeah. got to wait 
wait yeah, for the caption content to appear yeah. and then by the end of the video it's finished and you've got like a better sort of statistic on that yeah side, social media has just turned so fascinating and technical and scientific oh it's so it's a so it's a, it's a game it's yeah a, it's just one big video game yeah it's all it is it's great i, I think it's the the algorithms are terrifying now so scary <laughs> Oh, how, yeah, we, how are we going to use these algorithms to to sell out this big fucking festival you're doing there? So is, is it an innovative festival thing, by the way? Yes. Okay. It so is, so, yeah. so, so, let, so, so what I've heard on your podcast, which, you know, the, the, the last couple of episodes of the new series, I, I just think have been great. I, I urge anybody to listen to it. For So you, 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 just before we move on to the festival, actually, I'll just hang around at Trump Festival for a bit because <laughs> I was uh, covering Tramlines at festival this, this year over like oh, yeah. three or four days. Plus I had my own gigs on and that kind of stuff. Plus I like to have a drink. Plus... Um, the festival's miles away from where my hotel is. Plus, it's expensive. Plus, I'm hungover from the night before. There's a lot mm. going on at festivals, mm. isn't there? But well done for the coverage that you've got to, you know, to, you, to keep it all together. I just, I just, I, I really enjoyed listening to how you presented Truck Fest and uh, presented your pro, uh, your last couple of episodes, lads. I just wanted to say. But Thank anyway. you, man. I think I think we found it quite useful because we could only do one day. Okay. So we turned up, we left here at six in the morning, mm. turned up uh, in Oxford, because it's in Oxford. Yeah. At, um, we turned up in Oxford at about nine o'clock-ish, latest. It was like, you know, we got there all set up and got ready um, and got ready. And we literally recorded all the episodes you hear and all the yeah. content you hear, we literally produced before six o'clock. So we, we were evening. all just based in one place for the whole thing? We literally And then sat you just down dragged, them, like dragged them over when you saw them. In the, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was. It. it was like it was the first time I'd done anything like that. Really, like, didn't really necessarily think too much about doing coverage like that. But we kind of got reached out to to do it, and we were like, "Yeah, that sounds incredible." To sort of to do something like that, and we just rocked up and did our normal thing, and kind of just did our full setup. And they were a bit. I think a lot of the people there just kind of like voice record and do some like typed up things. And we were yeah. like, "We're going to bring a whole podcast. Like, we're either going to do it or we're not." Kind of yeah. thing. And um. We did. We did find a lot of challenges. It is a long day, and uh, mm. we managed to get my car on the back of the festival, which changed everything. Because if yeah. we had to carry all the gear and the stuff around, mm. we'd have been absolutely oh, fine. in the bin. Um, <laughs> but it was a great experience, and I think we would definitely not do stuff like that again because it's, it's a great, like we said about the challenges of getting people yeah. in person. If we can bring ourselves somewhere like that and set up and just have people coming through, you get all that. And it's a nightmare because when when you sort your festival passes as well, you you, you request interviews and. Not everybody comes back that you want. Mm. Um, some people don't turn up sometimes as well when you when you've made all yeah. the effort as well. So it's it, it it's a tough environment to get to cover what you want to at a festival because yeah, there's so much going it's on. Hard. It and is and hard. things it change. Really I think we found that like because we've got quite a bit of previous rapport with the bands that we were interviewing, yeah. so we'd either spoke to them in DMs or we'd interviewed them before and um. Yeah, it kind of was like we just kind of slung them a text and was like, "You, yeah. are you free after your set?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, down for it, sort of thing." And then um, Zeitgeist, the company who, um, mm-hmm. who invited us down, uh, they helped out with a couple of bits and bobs and tried to do a little bit yeah. of the organising for us. But you know, we're kind of we've we've done it was it felt a bit because we've done quite big shoot we've done some shoot days before and we've done like three or four, four podcasts in a day. It was kind of like yeah. that sort of structure. It's it was difficult, but then we had. Um, but then you just kind of see people knocking about and ask them and, 
you know, sometimes they're down, sometimes they're not. And, you know, we managed to get Jack mate on, who's another, he's a big UK podcaster. Mm. Um, We managed to get Jack mate on and he then sat there for 45 minutes out of his Mm. own time. He wasn't even doing press really. He was just there. there. And we just managed to sit him down for 45 minutes and do a full length podcast, which is mental. Yeah. So good work, guys. Good work. And as if you haven't got enough on, and as if you haven't got enough on, You've got this beautiful inner city festival. So talk me through the origins of this festival and why you want to put yourself through all this stress. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I I have things that kind of trigger an idea. And then okay. because I'm quite ADHD, the idea goes from just being like a trigger to being a fully fledged plan within the space of a few hours. <laughs> Um, and I went to a gig in Northampton and the atmosphere was mega. And it just, it reminded me of us, of when we went to live at live, live at Leeds, and, yeah. you know, dot to dot and stuff like that. And I was like, no one's doing that round by us. No one's, yeah. no one's doing it. And, you know, we've got, we've got, you know, the connections to potentially put yeah. on something like this. So mm-hmm. I fully fledged out a bit of a spreadsheet and Joe was in the States at the time. And I just, yeah. I just sent him a text and was like, I, I might have accidentally got us involved in the biggest festival Northampton's ever seen, um, which because by that point I'd already like spoken to a few people like that I was on the, at the gig with yeah. and like they were in photography groups and stuff like that. And it was one of them ones where like it kind of started to fledge out a bit of a plan. And by the time Joe got back, it was literally let's just get running with it. Mm. And I, I think it was just something that we've, we've always wanted to do more gigs and this, we hadn't planned a gig really for this year at that point. So we were like, well, let's just let's just make it as big as fucking possible. Really, so what's, it, what's it called? For everybody, town takeover. Town takeover. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. How, how much are tickets? Became... Who's on? Who's on? <sighs> so the three headliners are Bilk, Covasets, and Second Thoughts. Nice. Um, and then it runs down. We've got over twenty-five artists mm. playing then. So we run down. We have got the Claws, Abby Ozard, Molly, Molly Berman. Berman. Objective. Yeah, the Barretts are playing, and then we've got Sweet Coins, Solar Strides, Elliot Williams, Elliot Williams, uh, Rat Racer playing, the Gonzo Experimental Band. Yeah, <laughs> you're testing us to take them all out. <laughs> Turn it all in our head. It's a massive mix of like bands from Manchester, yeah. Leeds, Birmingham, London, Essex. Like we we wanted it. There is there's a like Northampton music festival that exists that kind mm. of showcases local talent and we were quite keen to it for it not to be that it's yeah. kind of more like this is a festival that could be anywhere because it's the best bands from all around the country. Yeah, it just happens that we are putting on Northampton because that's where we're from rather than just kind of like focusing it. So we've got like five or six of the best local acts, but then like twenty are just from yeah. all over the shop to kind of showcase it and um i think especially like built cover set second thoughts are like three of the best bands in the country right now mm. by sort of a, and, a, a, quite a way so and are you sane with it all i put gig one gig on a month and it's a lot sane um, yeah no <laughs> I've, I've not been sane for many many years mate <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. it's it's been it's been an outrageous amount of work yeah it's been the yeah. last six months it's been absolutely ridiculous yeah. to be fair like, yeah so much to do and i said because it's just the two of us it's kind of like it's probably two pronged of kind of promoting mm. it and selling tickets and then actually organizing yeah. it and running it and that's kind of like the two big elements that, we've, that you've got to tick off and yeah organizing what's the what's been the biggest and... challenge of it all organizing 25 artists 25 bands <laughs> to be honest 
Not really. Not yet. Really? When you when it gets a week before say, and people yeah, start pulling out and happened, it yeah, keeps when changing. When we get to the day, that might be a very different <laughs> Everyone's late. And that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a one day problem. That's a one day problem. Yes. That's an on the day issue. But I think our biggest challenge was trying to convince people to let twenty a twenty two a twenty three and a twenty four mm. year old to put on an event to this scale. Yeah. Like venues and stuff. Venues was the hardest challenge. Venues was the hardest challenge of people being scared of like, I guess, I guess scared of the change maybe, or a bit dubious about the actual potentiality of the event. Like like a bit like not sure on how well it's actually going to do and whether they're going to lose out on cash for being like a ticketed venue for that Saturday and stuff like that. It seemed there was a lot of, there was quite a bit of pushback from some venue owners and stuff like that, which was probably the biggest challenge we faced, I'd say. Yeah, we, we had to grind to get to get venues to say yes. And and partly, you know, venues were like, yes, but they were just booked and whatever, and that, that yeah. actually happens. And in theory, we, when we were, we were probably like late-ish on booking in yeah, a sense. We like, obviously, if we were to do it next year, we could book venues in November yeah. for September next year, then it's it's easier. Whereas we were probably in sort of May time, so mm. that mm. happened. And then yeah, quite a lot, quite a lot of the venues around by us are kind of like they just put on free events, which is brilliant, and people play live and they have DJ sets, and it's just all part of the experience. But when we wanted to get those venues sort of into the festival, and obviously then it would be a wristbanded event, they were yeah quite kind of a little bit worried about pissing off their normal crowd and all this sort of stuff and yeah. we tried to offset it and say look we'll give you a certain amount of tickets that you can give out for free to kind of help settle that and all this sort of stuff but yeah a few weren't up for it but the four that we've got are Bella. fucking brilliant and like they're really uh, they're really kind of interested and involved in the event and yeah. have given us their support and they are they are absolutely class it's a great mix of like a proper venue room to literally a terraced house that happens to have a stage in it well, too. i i know how much of a uh, i know many people that have set up festivals and stuff and i know and wish you all the best with the festival because i just know how much hard work it's going to be and mm-hmm. i insist that you enjoy the day as well boys <laughs> just try and enjoy the fucking day because uh, you know there'll be points of it when you when you're ripping your hair out but you know just when when you look back on it you'll be proud of yourself so just remember Try and remember that, I'd say. Yeah, Thank for you. sure. Yeah, Thank no, you, I mean, that's good advice. We're gonna we're gonna try. As I said, I think we're both pretty good on the day. There's only so much that can go right and wrong once yeah, we get sure. to the day. We just want yeah. God, don't say we that. just want as many people to be <laughs> there as possible. Like that's still the thing now, is just to just get people there and support it. Cause then if we want to keep growing yeah. it and doing it year on year and building it, this first one is so key. So Yeah, we can't kinda... lose too much money on it. No, we can't, <laughs> basically, is yeah. the is the fact of it. Like we can't lose too much because then it becomes hard to justify to keep doing it. So yeah, it's hard yeah. in a business sense to be we need people to back it and yeah. turn up and fucking have a good time and we'll, we'll, we'll the, take care of the rest. We'll put know? the ticket link in the description of this podcast standard. Uh we'll cover it on the RGM magazine as well, ping the stuff over. That'll come out this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll put it all out. Um just thank you for your time. It's been lovely to get to know you boys. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, I had Dan from Talk Tonight podcast on. And he's oh, not. Yeah. He's not invited me on his podcast yet. The swine. Um, so may, maybe he might do one day and maybe i might end up on yours one day as well boys and hey we'll, that's and the we'll share the love mate, that, you will you will, yeah, you will. we are uh we want to we want to meet you in person that's yes. the that's the goal but if we're, it goes, we're trying at neighborhood sometime neighborhoods are sitting in, in, in a city kind of yeah though, innit? We, so i literally we'll, we'll sent it to you the other day yeah we literally have spoken about that yeah. um, 
I've got to try and work around a bit of work, but if I can swing the if I can swing the date off that, I, that we need, I still haven't got my passes are out yet because I, I think with them kind of events you kind of find out like an hour before sometimes as well, don't you? With that kind of stuff, but yeah, we'll exactly. make it happen, guys. I, you know, I really enjoyed speaking to you, and I'm going to continue listening to the podcast. Um, link to the podcast on the subscription. What else? What other? Where can we send other people to? What you say? You got merch and everything. Any fucking everything. uk is yes. ours, so that that has everything on it. Right, um, okay. There's quite a lot of clothing and bits sort of coming, yeah, coming, yeah, yeah. so that it'll be quite populated mm. pretty soon. The website and all the ticket links are on there as well, and all the podcasts. Nice. So everything's there. We're on socials at, at the SR Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It, YouTube. Remember, people don't listen so. to these bits. <laughs> no, I yeah, know. I mean, but we're yeah, we, we had this conversation. They'll click the description <laughs> though, because I'll tell them the description down here. I'll just have a look down here and just click on your description. Yeah, and smash the link and down yeah, here. We're, we're we're everywhere. Subscribe so, to them yeah. on YouTube and just keep keep um, invested in what we're all trying to do, which is a just a nice environment for everybody to to play out and enjoy music in it, basically. Hey, exactly, make the music mate. industry exactly. a better place. <laughs> and, uh, thank you very much for having Welcome, us on, mate. mate. It's, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, it's enjoyed it. So. Absolute that. pleasure, mate. Loved every Cheers, moment. Cheers, boys. Mate. See you around. Nice one. Yes, thanks, guys. Joe. Cheers, mate. Elliot. Cheers, mate. Lovely to get to know you in that little chat there that we had. Uh, and of course, pop on to the description of the podcast. Uh, just click on it, and there's a link that takes you to the link tree thing. And within that link tree is all the ticket information for the festival and for the podcast and all the other stuff that they that they that, that they're busy cracking away at. Good on you, lads. Yeah, so uh, here we go. All the useful information coming up next. I know you like this bit. It's reading out stuff. Uh, you know, keep in touch with us on the RGM. We've had a few follow up new followers on the RGM Twitter page this week as well. Nice one. Thanks for finding us. At RGM Pod on Twitter is the place to be to find out all the latest news on the podcast and who's coming up next. You'll find out there first. Uh, you can also have a look into our YouTube channel. Give us a little subscribe. We're nearly on 500 there. Uh, over a thousand followers on TikTok now. Been doing a lot of following and, you know, just following like-minded people and the following us back and we've built a little bit of an audience up there. Still a work in motion, but we crack on. Pop over to rgm.press. Loads of entertainment this week. Loads of music news. And of course, tell your friends. Very much appreciated. It's how these podcasts grow. Uh, well, I've been Carl Maloney. I've been here for another week, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we not interrupted your um, your um, personal lives too much this week uh, with the funeral going on today and everything like that. Um, God bless the Queen. Yeah, guys. Thanks for joining us for another week. My name's been Carl Maloney. We are the RGM Experience Podcast. And we'll see you next week, guys. Nice one. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear. 
the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week.